Back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 937 The Ticket and TheTicketFM.com. We are live from Wingstop. This is the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket. Rico is jamming back in studio, unfortunately, with some Yankees gear on, so it doesn't look very cool, but whatever. Uh, at least you think he does. <laughs> I look great. Oh, remember last year's wild card game? That was awesome. I don't Shut think up. it's happening this year. I, I could just talk about last year. I don't yeah. think it's happening this yeah, year. How are your Red Sox, Sox doing? <laughs> oh, not too good. You jerk. <laughs> well, we'll see. There's uh, going to be would, three teams from the AL East that make the playoffs, and the Red Sox are not one of them. How does well, that feel? A, it's a tough division. How does it's, that feel? It's just tough. <laughs> it feels all right. You couldn't outdo the, right. out the lowly Rays with their $2 uh, whatever. That They pay all their players $2. Yeah, they don't pay them too much. I was trying to think of the uh, word, and I can't think of it. <laughs> Salary cap? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Sure. <laughs> I've, I'll, I'll say this forever. I'm spoiled as a Red Sox fan for years, 86 years. People wanted to see the Red Sox win a World Series. Uh, then I become a Red Sox fan, and like since then they've uh, they've like only won championships. Yeah. So. You're welcome. I'm all right. <laughs> That's, you're saying that to all Red Sox fans. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying I don't feel too bad. I can never really feel too bad about the Red Sox, and, and if they struggle from year to year, and they usually bounce back pretty quickly um, because they've got a good farm system. Yeah, they got good money as well. Uh, so as long as I've been, well, as long as I can remember being a Yankees fan, like obviously they have all those, you know, the early 2000s and the late 90s. Yeah. But as long as I can remember, like 2009, first year of new Yankee Stadium, they won the World Series. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah. I know it's like, got. oh, 27 time. I don't I know one. I don't know the other 26. <laughs> that's right. So at least you can hold on. That's better than your Knicks will ever do. So you, I uh, mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> at, least, at least you've got that going for you. Uh, I do want to get to one more thing on the text. First, I just wanted to mention this because I've been teasing it all, uh, all program long. Uh, the Nebraska Board of Regents is going to meet September 30th and talk about a few things that are intriguing here, including the multimedia rights deal, which I don't think too many people care about. But oh, that again. Yeah, it's, it's that again. Of course, they went in-house a few years ago. Uh, then uh, communication or, or agreement with another company uh, didn't work out for this, for this season. Um, but uh, it's a lot of money. So uh, we'll see kind of how that plays out. But more importantly for Nebraska fans, they'll talk about perhaps having alcohol sales at Pinnacle Bank Arena as soon as this upcoming season, as well as Haymarket Park. So uh, probably not going to make its way quite to Memorial Stadium until they have a trial year. Uh, or two or three at, uh, or four at their or other five places. Or, yeah, or maybe they'll just never come. They'll just um, keep trialing it at other places. And they're like, wow, <laughs> this is really doing well. But not at Memorial. It could never happen. No. Uh, unless the sellout streak's in jeopardy here in a few weeks, they might just fast trust track it and say, We've got come beer. Drink beer. <laughs> yeah, we have beer. Come on in. And it might work. Uh, so we'll kind of see how that plays out. They meet September 30th. So just be on the lookout for that. But uh, really quick, I did want to get to this text. We were kind of talking about um, – Maybe I guess my hope for this season is that Nebraska uh, was just overwhelmed by Oklahoma and that they'll have a chance against some of these other opponents that aren't quite to the level of Oklahoma. Wet Blanket says, there are a lot of teams between North Dakota State slash Georgia Southern and Oklahoma. I agree that skill players are good enough to win if the pass protection is adequate. I'm just not sure if Indiana, Rutgers, and Illinois are closer uh, to North Dakota and Georgia Southern than they are to Oklahoma. And that's a, that's a fair enough concern. Um, 
but and, and especially when you kind of look at the, those programs, and I'm glad that he he claimed you know he put Indiana Rutgers and Illinois out there because that's who we're looking at. Those other games, you know, the Purdue's, the Minnesotas, the Iowa, the Wisconsin, Michigan. Yeah. That's all going to be tough. So we're we're just talking about maybe they can win the games that we we used to say you're supposed to. I don't know that if are supposed to be su- easy wins. Supposed to win against Indiana Rutgers and Illinois. I would at this say point, that those... at this point, I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. I would say that those three are closer to Georgia Southern and North Dakota than they are to Oklahoma because Oklahoma's in that tier of college football playoff consideration year in and year out, whereas, you know, Georgia Southern and North Dakota are closer to their, I don't know, winning their winning their conferences, I guess. I mean, North Dakota is D1AA, and they're, right. you know, I guess they, they compete for national championships from time to time. Granted, the, the other in-state school up there is uh, more – adept to challenge uh power five teams for some reason but north dakota i mean they're, they're no slouch i mean they have their they have their own uh wins and i mean georgia southern has has had success in the past as well um so i i would consider them closer to the illinois indiana rutgers but still i mean it's it's not like it's they're, they're right next to each other on, on the power scale right. Well, and if you look at it, too, it's just neither of those teams, as much as Nebraska struggled, none of those teams uh, scare you at all. I mean, Indiana, like I said, they've got a very porous defense. Um, they have, you know, won a few games here, um, but they've been close. Rutgers, uh, same way. I mean, they're undefeated by the, the hair of their chinny chin chin. <laughs> but Illinois, I mean, you know what you're getting with Illinois when you have Brett Bielema there. Chase Brown, uh, they played in week zero, so that factors into this, but he's leading the nation in rushing. Mm-hmm. So they're going to, and, and you know with Brett Bielema, they're going to have a good uh, uh, you know, line up front. So I wouldn't even put all of those teams in a similar group, though Indiana did beat Illinois. So yeah. uh, maybe it's hard not to. Who's the best um, of the three? Ah, uh, <laughs> that's a good question. I would, like I said, I, Indiana beat Illinois, so it's hard to go against Indiana. Um, but I think Illinois long-term, you know, anything can happen on, on, on a given day. Mm-hmm. I still like Illinois probably out of all that group. But I I'm a Brett Bielema guy. I, so I, I might agree. And you, know, you know what? I'm going to go Indiana, Illinois, Rutgers. That's that's my three. That's that's how there I'm going to rank them. Nebraska's right, well, we somewhere g- in between there. I don't know. <laughs> we better get out of here uh, here on the Ticket Water Cooler. Make way for the happy hour. Um, that that Indiana game will be big. I know we still got the bye week, but when you think about it, it's hard to you know put in the context of biggest game in program history or anything like that. But it is it is going to be huge. If you lose that game, I fear you know the Mickey support uh, might die down quite a bit. I mean, because he's got to get it going after this bye week. However, if you win that game, okay, now maybe you're not as far as as what you thought you were, and, and maybe you can you can salvage some stuff, whether it's Mickey or somebody else coming back next season. So uh, that's going to be a huge game, and of course we'll react to it. We'll lead you up to it uh, going up into that week. But first, we gotta we gotta enjoy the bye week. Let's uh, make way for the happy hour. Rico will be on with Nick Sainert coming up next.